Hey, everybody. Welcome to GFBS, Grand Fork's best source. We're talking hockey again today. <laughs> right? Kelly Kilgore, head coach of the girls' Grand Fork's Knight Riders hockey team, high school hockey in the studio today as uh, we do our weekly thing here with high school hockey coaches. It's going to be an awesome interview. First time I've ever talked to Kelly here on the air. And our show, by the way, today is brought to you by Dakota TV and Appliance. It's the Black November sales event on all brands and select bottles all month long at Dakota TV and Appliance in Grand Forks, your appliance and electronics experts serving the Grand Cities with over 30 top name brands like KitchenAid, Whirlpool, GE, Speed Queen, and more. Stop into Dakota TV and Appliance and experience personalized one-on-one personal service when looking for appliances, electronics, and outdoor products. Whether you need to replace an old appliance or remodeling an entire kitchen, Dakota TV TV and Appliance will work with you to fit your needs, budget, and lifestyle with delivery and installation specialists that will ensure your new appliances and electronics arrive safely and installed the right way. The Black November Sales Event, all November long at Dakota TV and Appliance, 2218 32nd Avenue South in Grand Forks, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturdays 9 to 3. Call 701-772-5533 or online at dakotatv.com. All right, if you have any comments, uh, comments or questions for Coach Kilgore, it's going to be weird calling you Coach Kilgore. Uh, our phone number is 701. It's not really that weird. 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863. Uh, before we get going here, let's do it. Our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. What did Dad say when he was asked to say grace on Thanksgiving? What did Dad say when he was asked to say grace on Thanksgiving? Grace. Well, actually, my family told me to stop telling Thanksgiving Day jokes, but um, I just couldn't quit cold turkey. <laughs> I got Dale, the producer, giving me a thumb up. I got Kelly Kilgore, the coach, going, no, man, no, nah, no. Nah. Um, man, how are you doing? I'm good. Very, uh, very good. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've known you a little bit over the yeah. years. Um, yeah. Never in a million years did I think I'd have you in here. Uh, and, and I'm glad. Um, I know you're a hockey dude. And, yeah. and uh, tell us, before we get into the whole hockey thing, Kelly, tell us about yourself, your family, your life. Yeah. Uh, so born and raised in Grand Forks. Um, grew up uh, playing for Grand Forks Central. Played for uh, Chuck Ness. Uh, I got to give a little little applause for that. He, uh, you know, I listened to uh, some of the interviews with some of the other, uh, with Coach Peronica and Coach Scarproot, and I, I do remember you, you know, talking about coaches that influenced you. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, I would definitely say that uh, Coach Ness was was one that was up there, and I know for myself, I, I enjoyed him when I was playing for him. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I enjoyed him more after yeah. I was yeah. playing for him. Like it was one of those things. Uh, a couple other ones too was um, Coach Leducer, Greg yeah. Leducer, sure. Paul Masino. Mm-hmm. And then uh, some youth ones too with uh, Rick Johnson and and just some of the guys that were fixtures around youth hockey program Bob McMillan coach youth hockey oh yeah yeah ever. yeah and, and um, you know uh, what? Matt Malm and and you know the list goes on where you had a, a pretty good mainstay with a lot of uh, youth coaches that hung around for a long time and, and it's so fun when you get to run into them like nowadays oh, gosh you know and, and and you can you can always tell by talking to your coach. That they're glad to see what's in front of them talking to them years later. Um, you know, because the odds are if things didn't go good for you, you're probably not going to run into these old coaches right. somewhere else. But um, 
you can always tell too in a coach uh, how genuine they are by, by but they're just as glad to see you as you are to see them. A hundred percent. And you know, and this is something that's going to happen to you in ten years, five years, <laughs> twenty years. You know, and yeah. and 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 I, I'm sure you look at that what you just said to me, yeah. and hope that that's going to be the same th- situation for you. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really good statement because I think uh, if you have something like that happening, I, th- I think. It, it means you've made a difference on that. Yeah, because there's like, more uh, to hockey than hockey. There is. Uh, I, I know whenever I'd run into Chuck Ness, uh, it, would, it would always be, how's the family and how's the grandkids? But, uh, hey, just really, in, you know, vice versa, he would ask, hey, what are you up to now? And, uh, you know, I see Coach Palmasino and, and Greg Ledoux around mm-hmm. all the time and uh, Bob McMillan are, you know, I would see him around the rinks. And it was the same thing. And it, it's a genuine it's a genuine appreciation on your part. And then also I think on them, just knowing sure. that, uh, you know, uh, they've helped you along the way as well. So, um, again, uh, played in, uh, Grand Forks, played for Chuck Ness, um, uh, back when we used to have the state tournament at the old Ralphs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The old, old Ralph, uh, Arena. What, what year did you graduate? Uh, I was in 97. I was a flood okay. year. I was in 97. Yep. Oh, okay. okay. So then uh, after that, I went and played uh, four years at uh, Minnesota Crookston. Sure, and, sure. And uh, our first year, we were independent under uh, Mark Huglin, and in our last three years, we were uh, in a Division Three league. Okay. Um, it was called the MCHA, which I believe now they are in the uh, NCHA. Yeah, with, yeah. Like, um, Adrian and... Um, Marion, yeah, St. Yeah. Norbert. So it was, it was really good. Hockey. Yeah, um, you know, I'm, I'm dating myself now, Kelly. I'm class of '83, but uh, back then UMC was part of the JUCO, JUCO. league. Yeah, and uh, I was fortunate enough to get to call a bunch of those JUCO games on the radio yeah. back in Thief at the Rel- or at the at the Huck Olson, I guess. Oh, yeah. And um, I remember the one time uh, the UMC, a lot of their fans, oh, kids, were were wearing beer boxes on their heads yeah. Yeah. for like a mask hat type thing, but it was so funny because there was a brawl and it turned into a bench bench clearing brawl. And so, and then it spilled into the stands and I, so I'm up there in a the booth and I yell and now they're fighting in the stands. Well, two minutes later, here come the cops running through the front door. Oh, sure. There've been two squads sitting out in the parking lot, listening to the play by play of the <laughs> hockey game because nobody had cell phones back then. Right. You would have had to run all the way down to the office and either get somebody to unlock the door or go to a pay phone. And, sure. but, um, that was some really good hockey, uh, yeah. back then. I'm glad UMC has got hockey going on again I, uh, there. I know Johnson's well. doing a great job yeah. picking those guys up. Yeah. Um, I actually found him his very first goalie. So, um, there we oh, go. There we um, go. I was kind of creeping you a little bit, and this is what I do whenever I get somebody new on the show. Um, yeah. Tell us about your family, and, and I want to know about your dog, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks like mine. That's who I'm wondering. Yeah. No, you're, uh, you're exactly right. So uh, we got four kiddos. Okay. Uh, we, got, uh, we got our oldest. Uh, Hudson is 19 years old. Uh, wow. Played, played for Coach Scarpard last yep. year and uh, in the years prior. Mm-hmm. And he is uh, <clears throat> he's currently playing for uh, Wilmer in the NA3. Oh, cool. Okay. So, uh, yep. it, it was, it was kind of unique. Uh, obviously, before we get cranked up in our season, uh, they played in Alexandria last Saturday. Oh. So uh, it was kind of funny. We got to watch uh, Hudson play against a couple other uh, ex-Red River teammates. Sure. And Justin Wozniak and uh, Matt Scribner. So oh, for cool. It, it was kind of nice. Uh, so he's playing in the NA3, and then I have a junior daughter, uh, Taylor, that's on the Night Riders. Okay. I have a, a freshman daughter, that uh, Elizabeth, that she is on the Night Riders as well. And then uh, we got a, a little boy who's eight years old that's uh, trudging around the the might one level. Oh so, wow! Uh, For cool. 
Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we're we're hockey through and through in our house. And, okay. Uh, and, and my wife and I, we usually uh, tell each other. You know, there were a lot of years where we're going. Oh yeah, yeah. Separate directions, yeah. divide and conquer, and all that stuff. And, and, and that's it. You hardly ever get to see your other half on the weekends. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'd see see you on Sunday night for dinner. Yeah, yeah. So, well, you know, like Alex playing with the Lamarus, yeah. a couple of them anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd see one or two of them. But you'd never see them all at one time. And, and um, uh, your kids now, with the hockey player, are any of them goalies? No. no Is that a not. good thing? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> I think so. Hey, I got nothing against goalies, but I've never known a goalie that was unique in their yeah. own little way. You know, one of my best buddies growing up was Jake Moreland. Sure. And, yeah. uh, Great guy, too. You know, Jake was a pretty normal guy, yeah. so I, I can't, uh, I can't rag on is. goalies. Yeah. Too, you know, I can't <laughs> rag on two goalies uh, too bad. And, and his brother, Casey, they've yeah. been good friends of ours forever sure. living in the neighborhood. And, you know, both of those guys are uh, <laughs> as normal as they get, so I, I can't bag on goalies too bad. No. So. Uh, what kind of dog you got? I get a sheep a doodle. Oh, it's a sheep a doodle. Okay, because yeah. uh, with all the world of doodles now, oh, gosh, um, yeah. I've got a labradoodle, and it's black, yeah. and it looks like that, uh, yeah. j- almost Knox. exactly. Knox okay. rules the roost in the house. Okay, ours is Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He certainly has his way around the house. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Um, what got you? into coaching how all of a sudden was this just a a, something you've been thinking about because i know that's not something easy to do especially when you have still got you know a child as young as you do for one thing Um, i mean i see it with the daughters and everything but did it take a lot of thought or or walk me through the process on on all of a sudden kelly kilgore is the night rider coach (laughs) you know that's a really good question uh i I think first and foremost the the timing of it um was appealing to me with hudson graduating Mm -hmm. last year Mm -hmm. Um, it, it kind of opened up uh, some some time for me to, you know, Beckett's not really traveling, playing in-house per se. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. You know, there's a good three, four years before he really, you know, gets gets going with the heavy travel schedule like, you know, you'd been a part of and I've yep. been a part of. So there was a pretty good window there that uh, presented itself. And, you know, it was... Um, I gave it some thought. You know, I thought it was going to be a pretty unique opportunity for me to get... Um, get into coaching believe it or not high school is the only level i hadn't coached at okay sure Um, you know i've coached every level up to it and i even um when i was done playing helped uh coach gary warren at crookston okay yep uh, helped him out a little bit after i was done uh, finishing up some school so the high school level is really the only level that i haven't tackled yet so i thought that was kind of appealing you know covered them all why not yeah why yeah. not tackle hockey now, uh, high school hockey the, the way times change and the way we grow old um yeah. when you first started coaching youth hockey the kelly kilgore we know now could you have been a high school coach back then compared to now that's a great question um i would say probably not mm-hmm. probably not mm-hmm. Typically, a lot of the coaching that I had done was on the boys' end of things with sure. uh, with Hudson growing up, and uh, you know, like with Scarp and I were, you know, Carson and mm-hmm. Hud were always in the same age, you know, playing together, so we were around each other quite a bit, and um, so a lot of my coaching was done with um, was done on the boys' side, and you know, uh, it wasn't until about five years ago when I started getting into coaching the girls as my daughters were coming mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the game itself really doesn't change. 
Um, but it's the approach, I think, that yeah. changes. Uh, I, I think you can be a little bit firmer with the boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, it, it's not that I'm not firm with the girls, but I, I have to do it maybe in a different way. Yeah, right. I, and I, I, a lot of the hockey that I'm coaching and teaching, like the principles, every, everything's the same, but I think it's in my delivery, and I think it's, yeah. it, it's in the message and, and how I'm delivering and stuff like that, like, you know, you, you can you could chew a little harder on on the boys' ears. Uh, yeah, I get it. Um, yeah. I will say, I, I was fortunate enough to coach a couple girls. Uh, Joss, Monique, mm-hmm. um, I I say before they went off and got some real coaching. Yeah. <laughs> so my running joke was is that that's why they went to Shattuck was to get real uh, get real coaching. Well, and but, the thing uh, is too with with Jocelyn and Monique, you could. Talk to them and like you could Mario or PJ, oh and I don't gosh, think they, they were. Would uh, you give know, a crap. They, uh, talk about a pleasure. Like they, oh yeah, I can't say enough good things about them. But, no, uh, you you were able to coach them differently. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know they were they were hardwired that way, and uh, it was an absolute pleasure and uh, extremely fortunate just to have a very tiny piece, mm-hmm. uh, the tiniest piece of uh, being a part of their journey. So. Now, is it a little different? Uh, you know, we talk about whole difference between uh, boys hockey and girls hockey, um, locker rooms, things like that. Yep. It, it just do you have a captain or something that that comes out and says, "Coach, we're ready for you," or how does that work? Because, uh, and the reason I ask this um, is because of all the work I did with UND women's hockey back in the day, yep. and there were times that they would I'd have to go down to the locker room area, and I didn't like to. Yep. I didn't like it at all because you you, you didn't dare even look in a room as you were walking down these hallways because you didn't know what you were going to see. Right. And I don't want to be John Roberts, the creeper hanging around down at the locker (laughs) room level when I don't even want to be down there. But do you, I mean, I know it's not hard for you, but are there times you got a second think and go, wait a minute, I can't just walk in there. No, that's i I'll tell you what, that's a great question. Um, I think that I've been fortunate enough when, um, when I was first getting into the girls aspect, I was always uh, with a a female coach. Sure. Um, Sure. Hillary uh, Cuyaba, Mm -hmm. uh, who was a staple for coaching youth girls for a lot of years. So um, I was fortunate enough to coach with Hillary. And um, I think I was lucky enough that she would always, you know, Go in there and, mm-hmm. and make sure everybody was good yeah. and, uh, you know, pop her head out and say, okay, they're ready for you. So I got uh, assistant coach Margo Miller, who's been around for a while, played at UND, played at Shattuck. Um, the only knock on Margo is she's a Detroit Lions fan. Oh, what? Uh, yeah. I, I, I got to throw that in there because oh, wow. uh, okay. she's, she's living the best life right exactly. now. Exactly. Let her, let her live it because yeah. it won't last long, but okay. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Margo was uh, Detroit, Shattuck, UND, and then she's been a part of the program for mm-hmm. about 10 years now. And then uh, we got Shaley Richards, uh, who just was done playing a handful of years ago. So those two are really good about taking care of that initial entry and, mm-hmm. and, and just um, I probably steer more on the side of caution just for sure. those kinds of things and uh, best thing to do and I know that um, you know any kind of communication that I've presented to the parents and or the girls it's um, you put all three of us on there yeah like it's I, I want everything covered and I want everything just to be respectful and you know what I mean like, exactly yeah uh, you, I, I told them during our parents meeting that um, if you send it to me, just me, I'm not replying back. Like mm-hmm. you will have to send it again and then put us all on there. So the communication is with everybody. That's, that's a great so, idea. Yeah. And, and when you set these guidelines at the beginning of a season coach, it makes things 
much easier, doesn't it? It's like, hey, yeah. weren't you listening at the beginning of the year when we talked about this? Yeah. No, and I, I think it's a good way to do it, and that's just uh, – you know, it's just kind of some of the policies and procedures that I wanted to bring forward this year is uh, whether it's a parent, whether it's a player, like if you're going to bring something to my attention, you're bringing it to all of our attention. Yes, yes. And uh, you know what? I, I hate to I hate to be stubborn like that, but that's the way it's going to be. And uh, that way there's, you know, uh, Margot and Shaley are just uh, as big a part of it as, as I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in all fairness, it, it has to be that way. And, and you know, you, you got to kind of draw the line because if you've got a parent that says, coach... I want to talk to you about some hockey stuff. And I don't know if you go, okay, well, then you wait. I'll get the other coaches, and we'll all sit down and do this together. And then there's, um, you know, we talked about influences and stuff. Um, I remember what Alex playing for Tarek, you know, back in the day. And and it was ever, you know, it didn't matter. You got a problem, come and and talk to me. Well, he talked to him after high school about more than just hockey. And uh, we all know he's a lawyer, so you could probably get <laughs> But, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's got to be that way. You know, if you're going to talk hockey, talk to all the coaches. Yeah. Uh, at least then you're, they're not just getting, which they could conceive as your opinion. Yeah. Get the whole staff's opinion. You've got a great <clears throat> staff. They know what they're doing. Obviously, what I always said, see, I never talked to my kid about a game. Yeah. After the game, if he brought it up, I'd talk to him. I was so confident with his coaches that I'm not going to tell him anything he doesn't already know from these guys. That's why they did what they did, and I didn't go play for UND. You know, um, I, I ended in, in Thief River. It is, it is, and and so I never brought it up. Uh, the only thing I ever, I never talked to coaches about anything unless they wanted to talk about it. I never brought it up to them if we were. You know, sitting somewhere having a cold beer on a summer day. I I never brought it up, but if he wanted to talk about it, I did. The only thing I ever yelled was take a look and move your feet or come on, stripes. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta have that one. And I said it really, really loud, too. Um, So all of a sudden, there's there's a coaching vacancy. Did you just throw your hat in? Did somebody approach you? Uh, You know, I would say that... I've been able to build a good rapport with some of the the girls that are now into the program. They know you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Familiar with the family. Sure. Familiar with the players. That's huge. Um, you know, I had a lot of them reach out, gauging interest. Um, yeah, obviously, the probably the biggest two hurdles I had to... <laughs> I had to tackle was uh, how it was going to be with my own two daughters. Yeah, if yeah, we gonna, right. If we were going to be butting heads every day or uh, get accused was, of favoritism, yes, and it just where do you crap. start? Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think people that know me uh, know that 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 favoritism piece. Uh, yeah, I'm just as hard on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and there's no change to me. Hockey's hockey. Yeah, you're every day's a tryout. Every day's a tryout. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had, I had people reaching out and just gauging interest. And uh, obviously, I had to get it cleared with work and, and make sure that aspect was going to be good. Um, the the guys at Heap and Brick were uh, were really good in allowing me this opportunity to to tackle it. Uh, I did have to make some adjustments uh, once I was you know once I was hired. Uh, we're going. Two days a week at the old sunshine, uh, sunshine practice at yep. 6 a.m. Yeah, and, well. And, you know, that's allowing me to be at work a little bit more sure. and a little less time away from work. So that's been good. Uh, work has been really, really great to work with. Um, still being able for me to be a part of this, but also, 
you know, that's the regular job yeah. and that's yeah. the job that pays the bills. Right. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, they should be happy because you've got all kinds of uh, advertising going on for them yeah, right now yeah. wearing what you're wearing. So yeah, that's smart. You. That's, yeah. that's a good thing. So I gotta, I gotta keep the main employer happy, but, right. uh, you know, so I, I applied and uh, went through the interview process and, um, you know, ultimately got offered the job and, and had one last talk with uh, the family and everything. Mm-hmm. That, they were all uh, for it. You know, I'd, I'd be lying to you if I, I said, I have a lot of a lot of friends that I've been able to make, like uh, Tim Coach and Scarp and, mm-hmm. and Howie, and yep. uh, just a lot of great hockey people that have you know had that Mike Manasa last year coaching Maya, that dynamic of coaching kids, and it is not like we never knew how to, but it, it is a different scenario. So, yeah. You know, hey, what was it like at home? And, you know, just being able to lean on them for a little bit Mm -hmm. of, uh, I don't want to say advice, but hey, what's worked for you? What's, you know, what hasn't and and stuff like that. So So. do you do, you do use things from other coaches that you have learned throughout the years? I mean, you you have to. Yeah. And, and, and if you quit learning in this game, you're in trouble. Right. You nailed it. You're never done. Yeah. You're never done learning, and and it's nice to have those assistants that that know what's going on, and yeah. you know, and, and and to keep it going. Uh, you guys started the season last night. We did on the road. Yeah. Uh, you played, I believe, the runner up of the state championship <clears throat> last year. You took them to overtime. Um, I would think that after finishing, I think seventh overall last year, yeah, something like seven. that. Yeah. Um, I would think that'd be. You know, it's never fun saying you started the season with a loss, but that's dang near a win. I mean, yeah, I didn't see the game. It sounded like you guys owned a couple of the periods there, two out of three. So it could have went either way. But, uh, you know, I would say, yeah, uh, it it felt like a win, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, you know, we uh, we came out and we pushed pretty hard. Um, We went 11 to two shots on goal in the first period. And and we came out hard. We came out quick and tenacious and. Everything that I was hoping to see, uh, we had a little lull right off the bat, but uh, we had a lot of nervous, nervous young sure. <laughs> ladies yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it kind of got to the point before the game, I you know, I had to alter the locker room talk a little bit and be like, girls, some of you are walling so tight right now. Just uh-huh. go out and play. You know, it doesn't matter. Mistakes are going to happen. And uh, so we came out and uh, we got our feet moving and we really really pressured the puck hard and uh like i said we i thought we carried the play the good majority of the first um i thought we carried the play a good majority of the second uh we started to get off the game a little bit in the third um maybe tired out a little bit and then uh they got one back i I think out of their two goals uh or out of their three two were scored by um uh emineth who is an all-state player she's a good player yeah um, you know, you go around the league, and, and you're going to have to deal with players. Uh, and I'm, I have the list in my head, but Abrahamson in Devils Lake, um, Kenley Fisher in Fargo North, mm-hmm. uh, Brennan Curl in Bismarck that uh, just committed to Maine. I mean, yeah. Maggie Seeley in uh, West Fargo just committing to Concordia. So there, there's certain girls on every team that we're really going to have to pay attention right. to that are – just give them credit. They're yep. just good players. And um, – Emineth got us for a couple last night, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was I was proud uh, proud of the effort. Uh, you know, first game. I'm trying I mean, to be a grump. I, I know, but I, uh, I, I really didn't have too much to complain and, about. And and you know, I so. it, it was almost the dumbest words to ever come out of my mouth when I said it. Well, almost like a win. I, I can't <laughs> believe I even said that no. for being a hockey dude, but. Um, you know, you can consider it what you want, but I bet you it was a fairly quiet bus ride home uh, because these girls know that. This could have been done. 
Yeah, uh, and I think that was my message in the locker room uh, after the game. Like I said, I, I told him I wasn't disappointed in the effort, but uh, I did tell him it, it was ours for the taking, mm-hmm. and, and we didn't we didn't take it. Learning experience, I guess. Learning experience, but if you have the that chance to seize it, you, you got to grab it right. and take it, and you got to step yep. on them. And uh, we were up one nothing, gave one back. We were up two one, gave one back. Um, so we we got to be a little bit more of that. Um, fighter type attitude yeah, where yeah. if we got you on the ropes we're gonna knock you yeah. down don't play like the minnesota vikings and play not to lose <laughs> yeah. you got to play to win yeah oh, and boy. i think with with some of our youth uh you know we got a lot of experience too but with some of our younger players it was like well exactly like you said we're playing not to lose but mm-hmm. you know you got to keep your foot on the gas sure so. sure uh man i'm enjoying this i tell you what kelly kilgore the head girls hockey coach of the grand forks night riders is uh, in the studio with us uh time to take a little break let's talk about mo's cafe and if you didn't catch the mo's daily dish this morning man does this sound good so if you don't want to order off of the incredible menu at mo's cafe here in the grand city mall how about the cordon bleu sandwich crispy breaded chicken topped with ham and blue cheese with a mustard mayo on a toasted brioche bun you got most crispy fries in there get it for 11 bucks uh have that or the menu not your everyday normal average food this is mo's cafe which by the way going to be closed tomorrow so they can uh, let his employees spend some time with their family but they'll be open again on friday and i talked to colin this morning and he said uh, make sure to tell everybody happy thanksgiving from your most cafe in the grand cities mall Kelly Kilgore in the studio, Grand Forks Night Riders girls head hockey coach, uh, talking about the opening of the season last night, losing a tough one in overtime. Now, uh, you mentioned uh, they were wound tight. They were nervous before the game. You always are before the first game of the year, especially. Um, did the upperclassmen, did they come in at, at that juncture and, and say girls and, and kind of maybe take over a little bit or, or are they not quite up to that yet? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I, uh, I know I specifically reached out to a handful of the upperclassmen that have been there before that are on their third and fourth years, uh, playing varsity hockey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it would be something just like, Hey, you got to get these younger girls just to chill out. I mean, it's just another game and uh, it's a long season and you know what? It, it, don't. And, and then the one thing we talked about too is, don't do more than what you're capable of doing. Sometimes when you get nervous, you feel like you got to go around five people on the rink. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Don't, you don't have to do it all yourself. Exactly. And, and, you know, I talked about playing within your means. And, 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 you know, sometimes less is more type deal. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right, right. You get wound up, and next thing you know, you're out there for three minutes on a long shift. And mm. then you're buried in your zone, and you can't get your butt out of the zone. Yep. And, uh, you know, so it's, it's one of those deals where uh, we talked about, you know, keeping things simple. And, that, and that's one thing that... Um, one thing I've also had uh, a few snaps on at, at practice is, you know, especially when you're tired, because what I'd like to do is condition them, and then we'd go into some drills. Yeah. And, and I'd talk about, you know, when you're tired, your brain has to be still working. And yeah, your it body, sure does. Your body may be shot, but your brain Because that sometimes has, has got to make up for that shot body. Well, absolutely. And we talk about doing the simple things really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be able to catch passes, receive passes, uh, you know, be able to execute while wow, you're dead tired yep and um you know when that brain starts to go you know that's when it gets tricky mm-hmm. so we talk about doing a lot of the simple things really well you know we talk to coaches uh, i've been doing this for a long time and they you know it seems like you always talk about you know you're you're, you're getting ready for february or whatever but yeah. in, in my opinion a, a good 
part of the season is those first five, six games when maybe you're not in game shape. Uh, it, it's huge to come in. I mean, I've, I've been friends with a lot of NHLers. Um, you know, you say, well, you got the whole summer off. No, they don't have the no, summer off. Anymore. They might take a week or so off, but their job is to be in shape when they come back to camp. That's why you make the big money. Now, rumor has it, word on the street, um, you're getting your girls in shape pretty good. Uh, they skate a little bit, don't they? <laughs> and I don't mean that in a bad way. Yeah, no. Uh, I, we, we try to uh, incorporate conditioning in there. Sure. Every I mean, you have practice. to. Uh, absolutely. And I know that uh, one of the messages that I sent uh, the day after tryouts, uh, we wrapped up tryouts on uh, Wednesday, and the first official team practice was on Thursday. And we had a um, we had a, a Kelly day, I called it. And mm-hmm. it, was a, it was about a 45-minute no-pucks Type of so now they know. Uh, yeah, and they know that there there needs to be an emphasis mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. conditioning. And, and I would say that uh, even though we've done quite a bit of conditioning already, you know, we got a little tired in overtime. Um, uh, I don't think it's because of the lack of, but mm-hmm. uh, I definitely think that uh, it's something we've got to continue to build on, and we're going to do every day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, I was telling the girls, too, like that first day, I was like, girls, I – I know this sucks. I've been a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been a part of these bag skates. They are horrible. Yep. But you got to do them. Yep. Yep. And I said, when you're doing them, your brain has to be still working, and you still got to be sharp. And yep. You, you know, you still got to be there. But uh, you know, I, <laughs> I can feel it in my knees and my hips when they're just oh, yeah, sideboards or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, oh I, gosh, I, uh, I remember those. Played days. youth hockey for Ron Novak. Uh, was an icon at Thief River. Originally came from the Iron Range, but. Um, I, I still remember losing to Rozo in overtime in a game we should have had. And uh, I, I remember him uh, bringing the puck bag out and he jumps him on the ice. He goes, see these pucks? He goes, good, take a good look at them because you're not going to see, see him, him again, again the rest yeah. of the day. And, oh, yeah. boy, did he skate the hell out of us. Um, numbers good this year? Did You know, the, the coaches we've had on the show, uh, we still have Palmo coming on next week. Uh, obviously, they were going through tryouts and stuff. Yeah. Um, do you have good numbers? Did you have to have a tryout? And, and if you did, how hard is that, especially as a first-year coach? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I know that I, you know, Scarp and I talk quite a bit, and uh, he goes, well, what do you think in tryouts coming up? And, you know, we talked about some mm-hmm. stuff, and you know, Mike Biermeyer and Tony Bina and Tyler Nelson were also great, uh, great folks to talk with as well. Sure, sure. Um, we had about 24 or 25 tryout. Uh, ended up keeping 20 with two goalies, mm-hmm. so there was about 18 forwards in defense. Um, we had to let two, three go that were done, done. And yep. then uh, two or three got uh, sent back down to the youth hockey to okay. continue program. Oh, sure, so sure. We got, uh, what do we got, 11 forwards and 7D right now and okay. two goalies. Okay. Um, yeah, not, not, a, not a fun day at all. No. Um, I, you know, I, I think you can ask any coach, and, and some days no. they'll say it's, it's harder on them than it is the players. I, absolutely. In, in some, uh, some circumstances. Yeah, so. and, and a lot of these kids you've known for many, yeah, many years, yeah. and, and it's not easy, but it's a good thing to have the numbers. Right. Um, right. You know, I also ask every coach, uh, we bring up goaltending, and it seems like they're a dime a dozen when you get up into the, the professional leagues and stuff, but not so the case uh, when you're in high school hockey. Yeah. But um, yeah. how important is it to have a good goalie, and is that a, the case for you guys with the Night Riders? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think, uh, you know, I think the Night Rider program as a whole was able to have uh, Kaylee Baker for four years, and, and she was a mm-hmm. she was a rocking net for four years, uh, senior athlete of the year last year. Uh, you know, several all states. Uh, she was just reliable. She was a good leader. 
uh, you know, all the accolades that you could throw at her was uh, so well-deserved. But uh, we got a couple new faces in, uh, in net this year with Leah Bensley and uh, Kylie Schmaltz. Um, Leah's been around for a couple of years and she's going to do a nice job. And uh, Kylie is, is right behind her, nipping at, uh, nipping at her heels there. Uh, I've coached Kylie the last couple of years in uh, youth hockey. Okay. And, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's going to push Kylie, which is going to make for a good problem. Makes because, everybody better. Well, competition is a good yeah, thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it makes you a little uncomfortable. But in the same token, it, it's, it's good because it pushes you to be yeah. better. And, I mean, you know, in a perfect world, Coach, you could switch them off every game. You know, in a perfect yeah, world. But yeah. uh, it's not always that way. No, it's not. And I think... Uh, you know, we're, we're very honest and upfront with, uh, with both of them saying, you know, I, I know after uh, we had a parents meeting and I just said, hey, every, every day and every week, it's, it's going to be, we're going to be watching to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to determine and dictate who's playing. And um, the, the nice thing that I like so far that I've seen out of both of them. They both get along really well together, and they both push each other, and, and they're kind of together. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. anytime you can have a tandem like that, uh, just bodes it's well. Coach's it's, dream. Well, yeah, it's a yep. team first mentality, and, yep. and that's paramount for what I'm trying to do and, and build here. And um, uh, so that part has been really neat to see that uh, they're kind of hanging at the hip together and working together and uh, trying to get better together, mm-hmm. which will ultimately bode well for everybody. Right? Uh, is it Kuyawa? Is that how you pronounce that? Hillary. I, yeah, yeah, okay. Coach Hillary. Tim says, "Good luck, Coach." Um, <laughs> He's texted oh, yeah. it, and, and and I've interviewed one of them before about ice racing, and I could oh, yeah. I just I still am going to call him Kujawa for, yeah. for forever and ever. Yeah. Um, you know, your first year coach. Um, I, we had the previous coach on the air before. Um, I don't know if your coaching styles are different or anything, but from what you know, are things different with Kelly Kilgore? You know, running the bench now. Yeah, no, I think that's a fair question. Uh, you know, I think one of the things that I've brought to a lot of people's attention is, uh, you know, I, I don't care if it's on the boys' side or the girls' side, the youth side. Uh, everybody has their own coaching um, way, or mm-hmm. methods or, you know, philosophies yep. or whatever. So I would say I'm definitely bringing a, a different coaching style. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, again, it's a, it's a new or it's a different energy that I'm bringing, probably a little bit more on the grumpy side. But, yeah, uh, yeah, well, you know, I don't think I ever had a, had a hockey coach that wasn't. <laughs> I try not to be, but, uh, uh, but no, you know, it's been good. Uh, so a new energy, you know, maybe just a different uh, philosophy. And gosh, I've been awful fortunate to, to be around a lot of good hockey minds. Uh, you know, I've been able to be around Coach Jackson with uh, and, and Coach Barry with uh, the boys kind of in that same age group and just the ability to learn, uh, play beer league with, uh, you know, you were talking about Howie and mm-hmm. Colbert and uh, Steve Johnson, and, and there's just an unbelievable wealth of knowledge in there. Oh, gosh, isn't there? Um, so if, if you're not a sponge, you're, you're really just cheating yourself. Exactly. And when you look at the coaching staff of all the high school hockey uh, in the Grand Cities, I mean, pfft. yeah. Really. Uh, Kaylee Elizabeth says, I'm looking forward to watching a few home games with these girls. Hope to see Elizabeth playing softball this spring with Kenna. Uh, Schwanny, Tim Schwanz, good luck with the season, Kelly. And yeah, so uh, more people watching. Um, you you talk just a little bit, and I'm not going to dwell on this. Um, do you ever, have you ever thought about when you're coaching, have you ever had to deal with bad parents? Have you ever had to just, because we went through a phase there a few years back. I know my son, Alex, he got out of coaching for a while because yeah. of parents. Um, I, I use this for an example. I, I coached baseball one year, and it, I was an assistant coach on my son's team. I got asked to be an assistant coach. 
Um, and I would have parents saying, why isn't my kid playing infield? And I would say, well, he doesn't even want to go out to right field. He doesn't want to be here. Oh, that's a bunch of BS. I know he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Quit forcing him. Well, how come your kid made the all-star team? I didn't pick the all-star team. A guy named Brian Kraft did. Yeah. I'm just here helping keep these kids in. Have you ever had any problems like that? It, yeah. Should there be like a 24-hour rule or any of that stuff? Yeah, no, that's a that's another great question. I, I think whether it's Scarp, Palmo, Grant, uh, I, I think we all kind of have to deal with that in, in yeah. some respect. And, it, you know, I think a lot of us uh, have that same rule in mind, whether it's a 24- or 48-hour rule. Um, ours tends to lead towards, uh, you know, like I was talking, if you're going to put one on a text, you're putting all of us on Yes, yes. Um, it, but I, I have no problem with a parent coming uh, with a concern mm-hmm. as, as far as that goes. But, you know, a lot of times some of that feedback from the kid itself is not always getting back to the parent. No, no, you know it's not. You know, like I, I know in the past I, I've, you know, talked with some kiddos individually and be like, hey, do you really want to be out here? Yeah, right, right. You know, I, you need to – I know it's uncomfortable, but if you don't, like, I don't want you dragging your butt to practice yeah. and, and being miserable. Dad, you're not going to live your dream through yeah. this. You and, know. It, and it has to be a conversation. It's never an easy conversation, but it, but it's something like uh, you know we just we try to talk to the kiddos like hey, if you got something on your mind, you just got to say it. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like uh, uh, if you don't want to be here, you're just going to make it miserable for mm-hmm. everybody else. So sometimes those are hard, but and then the parent comes at you and it. Well, this is really what's going on. Right. You know, she's not crazy about being out here. You know, with the with the world of social media now, Kelly, um, I even got into a Minnesota Vikings thing a couple of weeks back. Uh, the armchair, whatever you want to call them, or whatever sport it is, a lot of the times, especially when it comes to hockey, people think they know, yeah, you put the puck in the net. Yeah, whoever has the most goals. A lot of times, these people think they know what they're talking about. They have no clue. Yeah. I, I just think there's so much more to the game of hockey that a lot of the times a parent might come up with a concern, we'll call it. And I bet you it's hard to keep a straight face because you knowing the game like you do, you almost got to go, how stupid are you? But you can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Uh, I like to reference it at uh, even a, a step or two higher than, than the level we're playing at. Like mm-hmm. if we're at uh, the Ralph watching a UND game. Sure. And for anybody that's really you know, played at a higher level, or I'll even say for high school level, mm-hmm. sometimes you know you don't have a lot of time and space. You don't have a lot of uh, room to maneuver. You, I mean, yeah. sometimes. It's very fast, too, you know. It's fast, and it's, <laughs> you know, you got guys that are big big boys or, you know, girls that are hounding you real mm-hmm. quick, and you just don't have a lot. And to hear some of the frustration, it's like, oh, boy, you know, I – makes you wonder if they played or, you know, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I, I think when I watch uh, hockey at a higher level, like uh, UND, um, you know, I, I'm watching it for the pure enjoyment. But, you know, I, I find myself kind of going back, you know, if somebody's selling out and blocking shots. And, and I know more so when I was done playing right after, but it's like, oh, man, you know that hurts. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, it was some of the smaller finer things but mm-hmm. watching the game to just enjoy it but to hear some of that outside noise um, you know i mentioned that the the fact that you might chuckle and say man are you dumb or whatever but how hard is, is it for you to zip your lip if you have to and do you uh there's times even though you know it's killing you <laughs> yeah. 
but you're oh, just okay. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm yeah. not gonna because I have a very hard time controlling that myself. I would say with age has probably come a little bit of wisdom, sure, in sure. regards to that, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to being a, a young, younger coach, right? With, uh, the ability to fly off the handle a little bit more. Yep. Uh, I, I think that comes with a little more age and maturity. I probably still don't act my age some nights. But, well, that's uh, okay. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Just a couple of more things, Coach. Um, I'm going to a meeting at Eagles Arena here at 1 o'clock this afternoon. They did a whole bunch of work, pushing a million dollars worth of work there in that rink, which death, it really definitely needed it. Yeah. Um, I get it. You need... You know, the boys' team, they need their own their own barn. Yeah. You guys need your own barn. Uh, they've been told for a couple of years there when they made the switch, the, the Red River boys' team, that, that it had to be more media and fan-friendly. Yeah. Uh, they made it that now. I can't wait to go see it. But um, how important is it to have your own rink, and, and how cool is it that they did all this work for you guys? Oh, it, it's fantastic. I uh, I know I was listening to, uh, listening to Coach Scarprude talk about it here a couple of weeks ago, and um, you know, hats off to the Park District, uh, the Blue Line Club. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be on the Blue Line Club board for a handful of years, and I really don't know if a lot of the people around the community know just how unbelievably awesome the Blue Line Club uh, organization is. I, I want to say I think it's thirteen to fifteen million dollars worth of giving yeah, uh, in yeah. the community, and up until. You know, just a couple, three years ago, I don't want to say it was quietly done, but, you know, now on some of the golf tournament information, they're, they're starting to put those dollars out to what's been done. And, uh, you know, that's a big credit to the Blue Line Club, being able to step up and assist the Park District. And I think uh, it's been a good combination to have with uh, the, the Park District and what they want to accomplish and uh, maybe not always having the money to do so. And, mm-hmm. and the Blue Line Club has been extremely generous in, in being able to uh, to allow them to do that with uh, the donation of funds. And uh, I know I was able to get in there when uh, construction was going on and, and yeah. you could just start to see some pieces and nice. parts going. And it yeah. was like, oh, man. Uh, I know my son Hudson came back and he's like, this is going to be awesome. And, and where was this last year? And then I'm thinking, well, too bad for you, but uh, I get to coach and yeah, do this too. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and what I found out you know, about it and why they want me to go check it out today is because we were asked, um, I still do some uh, radio play-by-play for one of the local radio stations here about coming and looking at it to give them advice on where to set us up, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. I mean, when, when they're yeah. asking our feedback – you know, I'm only in there a half a dozen times a year, and they're asking my feedback. I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, Tuesday, a week ago, yesterday, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, the 28th, uh, your home opener at yeah. the Eagles. Uh, see who you take it on there. We Looks like Devil's you got Lake Devil's Lake. Yeah. So yeah. if somebody wants to come and watch the Night Riders, what are they going to see Tuesday? Well, hopefully, like we uh, we showed on Tuesday, that uh, playing a, a real quick up tempo, push the pace, uh, tenacious, uh, hounding pucks, getting a lot of. We had, I think we ended up over thirty shots. We were That's, piling a yeah. lot of pucks on net. We had a lot of rebounds, uh, opportunities that um, the score very well could have been three four one, but sure. they only made some nice saves. We mm-hmm. maybe didn't capitalize on some. Uh, I. I Keeping things simple, but also pushing the pace and yeah. pushing the play. So, uh, is is your plan kind of to wear teams out? 
We hope. Yeah. You know, yep. we hope we got we got a lot of team speed with uh, with some of our, our girls on the team mm-hmm. that can just really motor. Good. And uh, we try to talk to them about using that to their advantage and uh, being able to just be uh, a thorn in their side, if yeah. you will. Know, you know what I mean? Right. So. Um, did we leave anything out? Because if we're, if we're done, I got one more question, maybe two. I got a couple for you, if that's okay. Right. All right, go ahead. You've been around the hockey circuits a while. A little bit. Uh, what's your favorite rink out there? Um, you mean all over the place? All the ones you've been to. Um, uh, for all the youth travels and uh, okay, I, I'm going to say the old arena in downtown Thief River Falls. Okay. Uh, back in the day when it had natural ice, yeah. uh, after practice, we, you'd have a shootout to see who had to shovel the ice. <laughs> it was a great rink, and, and I haven't been in there since they put artificial ice in there. So I okay. bet it's just got to be incredible now. It was an old uh, roller skating rink, oh, no and they used to have a barrel, a wood barrel, up in the rafters. With a piece of cheesecloth on it, cut oh, in a half a moon with a light in it, so it looked like a half a moon oh, boy. up there from way back in the day. Um, I have been to a lot of really, really, really nice rinks, but as far as uh, getting to play, I loved playing there, and I loved playing in the East Grand Fork Civic Center because nice. it was warm and slow back in the eighties, and it catered to my game because I was just a big slow <laughs> defenseman. So uh, think, uh, there you go. I think I got to go Grand Rapids. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The uh, IRA or whatever it's called, yep. the, the main, yep. just a beautiful. And, old, and you're talking uh, some old hockey history yeah. there too. You oh know? my gosh, I I know going there for youth tournaments. Um, I, I know we uh, we always love going to Grand Rapids and playing in that rink. To me, uh, to me, the old Grand Rapids rink is number one in my book. And uh, uh, next one for you. Okay. So, and this is this is part of my. Uh, um, my question to you is: I was on the hockey news. I only do one social media. I don't do okay. Twitter book. Or mm-hmm. Yeah, Instagram I don't either. Or none of that crap. No. Um, but it was a link off the hockey news, and it said um, coldest rink you've ever played in. And I was I was really curious, and I started uh, going through some of the replies on there. And sure enough, I found the answer I had in my head, and there was must have been. I read through probably a hundred comments, mm-hmm. and there was about probably fifteen people, and it was the Fryburger Arena in, in Duluth. Oh. So my question to you is: uh, coldest rink you either had to watch Alex in uh, playing, or uh, you know, I, there's some cold um, ones. Around. Park River was pretty cold. Park River was cold. Um, I'm actually old enough, Kelly, where I played a Bantam game outside in Bagley, Bagley which yeah. was cold uh, back in the day. Rozo. Oh, yeah. uh, it used to be oh. cold. Uh, Warroad was cold back in the day. You know, these are their old drinks. Um, Red Lake Falls yeah. was another one. But I remember being up in Canada one time, and I can't remember where we were as far as watching Alex play, and that was probably one of the coldest there. But, um, yeah, it was uh, – I remember Warroad because – or, I mean, uh, Bagley because – during period breaks, intermission, you go in the warming house. Stand. You go in the warm, yeah. and which was the concession stand, exactly. which was so you're you're walking around spilled hot chocolate and yeah. kids sitting around yeah. eating uh, eating hot dogs. But um, yeah, I, and cold drinks were never fun. Yeah, uh, but especially for a spectator, you didn't notice this as much yeah. when you were playing. Which leads me to my next one because I know I'm going to get some grief for okay. asking you this one. <laughs> Best concession stand out there. In my opinion, East Grand Fork Civic Center right now. Oh, I got to go Rozo. I haven't been up there in so long, but... Yes. Um, okay, yeah. okay. Well, that's Those just... No, I'm going to have to go up there and look. Yeah. Uh, Dave Rose, uh, IRA oh, is a classic Rose, yeah. rink. Smells classic hockey. Love the smell. Shawnee Civic Center used to be great. Grand Rapids, awesome rink. Uh, what about the rooster play for the team? Travis Gray. Oh, oh, um, there one more, John. Huh? The, the clowns are coming out of the circus tent. Oh, oh here they go. So, uh, Rosenthal asks, asks Kelly if he wants a hallway pizza nutrition plan for his team. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. Rosenthal. 
Rosie. <laughs> oh, Rosie. Yeah. Um, all right. I got one more question for you. Yeah. Uh, it, it, well, I'm hoping, I'm sure you've got some great Thanksgiving plans, but uh, what, is, what is Kelly Kilgore thankful for? Oh, gosh. Uh, I would say family first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been nice. Hudson playing a little closer. He's been able to get home on the weekends. Sure. Um, just the ability, you know, as your kiddos get older to kind of be off and who knows where and where, you know, what they're doing and whatever. I would say, uh, you know, between my, my wife and my kiddos and, uh, and obviously the dog. But, uh, you know, just been pretty Blessed across the board. Yeah, like yeah. I, I really don't have a lot to complain about. Uh, life is good. Uh, work is good. Family's good. Uh, in a good spot here. Love going to the rink every day. Yeah. Love uh, love the opportunity that's in front of me. And uh, you know, hopefully, getting these girls to buy into what I'm barking at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, life is good. Joe Walsh, life is good. Well, that's awesome. Her life's been good. However, yeah, you well, want to put it, it, it has been, and it still is. Um, yeah. First time I've ever done an interview, Coach, where I got to ask the questions. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I I like that. That was a new twist. I thought you were going to maybe... Talk well, about stuff. Like I, didn't. I said, you've been you've been around a while, so I'm, I'm uh, sure you had some good uh, some good ranks you've been to. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, I've yeah. Uh, I, I've been around a while. Um, so. I'm looking forward to uh, I, you know I'm unfortunate or unfortunately the radio station that I help do yeah. this with they don't they don't cover girls hockey and it, it pisses me off because they don't get enough recognition that I wish they would. No, thank you. Um, and and I do plan on coming to the rink. Uh, I know my kid's going to be up here next week or in the next couple of weeks, so. I'm hoping I'm going to get him to do some color commentary with me, but I also want to go watch Night Riders. Um, I do know a couple of girls playing on that team, yeah. and and now with you on the, as the coach, and I will tell you this: um, of the hundreds and hundreds of coaches I have interviewed throughout my 40 plus years uh, in the sports business, hockey coaches are my favorite. Um, I wasn't sure what it was going to be like with, with you because I'd never interviewed you before, but yeah. um, you're awesome. Oh, I mean, you. you're you're just like them. They're the easiest guys. To interview, they really are. I think uh, uh, you know, hockey players, hockey clo- uh, coaches. Hockey is such a special sport out there, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, you know, you watch some of these professional athletes uh, in other sports, and I just think when you hear hockey players in general or hockey coaches. Uh, it, it's typically always a we before me type attitude. Yes, and, yes. And that's pretty dang refreshing. Uh, in today's you world, nailed it. In today's world. Yeah, yeah, so. you absolutely nailed it. Uh, man, good luck. Thank you for coming in, Kelly. Uh, again, we got that first home game is this coming Tuesday. That's the 28th. Uh, go check them out. Eagles Arena, uh, the Grand Forks Night Riders. Here we go. Head coach Kelly Kilgore. Um, wish you and your family a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you uh, do happen to run into your brother, uh, tell him I said <laughs> hi. Uh, he'll probably know me by my real name. But um, yeah, anyway, I, I, I think he knows. I uh, thank you again. Yes, and, uh, I'll be right back with you here, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, by the way, we'd like to give a shout out to Executive Properties for bringing you this awesome show today. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701 
330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties now for snow removal this winter. You might not think you're going to need it, but uh, <laughs> we haven't had winter yet. Again, a big shout out to Kelly Kilgore, head coach of the girls Grand Forks Knight Riders hockey team. Hey, big screens and TV streams are on at 1 o'clock today. Make sure you check it. Uh, talking to Dale, the producer, it sounds like it's going to be one hell of a show. Hey, everybody, have yourself a great Thanksgiving weekend. We're off until Monday. Now, if you're traveling, be safe. There's going to be a ton of travelers out there. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. You'll never miss a show. We all know the Grand Cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.